Hello everyone, wishing you all a very happy Lunar New Year. 恭喜发财 Welcome to another episode of Positivity in the House. This month, we are doing health and wellness, so I'm going to talk about some of the ways we can improve our immune system, so we don't easily fall sick, especially during this festive period. Now, apart from the things I'm going to talk about in a while, please also take note that all of these will not help prevent the spread of COVID-19 if you do not observe the precautionary measures, such as wearing masks, avoiding large crowds, and washing your hands regularly. So please be responsible while you enjoy the holidays. Okay, so now. One of the ways to improve your immune system would be managing your diet. There are many perspectives to what a healthy or balanced diet may be. When we were much younger, we learned about the food pyramid: carbohydrates at the bottom, largest portion. Then comes the fruits and vegetables. Next is the meat, and lastly the fats, oil, sugar, and salt. Around the year 2014, the Health Promotion Board in Singapore replaced the pyramid with My Healthy Plate, which shows half plate of fruits and veggies to visually remind people to increase their intake of fruits and veggies. The portions of each type of food, however, remains unchanged. The plate visual is to put less emphasis on carbohydrates. As people overconsume carbohydrates, thinking that as long as they cut down on fat and oil, they will be healthy. But if you remember what we learned in science back in school, you will know that excess carbohydrates will still be stored as fats. Regardless of how many different ideas there are, a common thing that experts pointed out to eat more of. When you want to improve your immune system, is healthy fats. Like I said, a common misconception is that all fats are unhealthy. However, healthy fats are known to help the body decrease inflammation. While low-level inflammation is required by the body to fight against things that harm it, such as infections or injuries. Chronic inflammation caused by stress can have a negative impact on your tissues and organs. So examples of foods with healthy fats include fatty fish like salmon and avocados. So to talk about myself, my current diet is actually quite horrible.、Um, I'm the typical fast food girl. My favorite. Fast food is McDonald's, and my intake of fruits and veg, the vegetables, is not even at the minimum. Probably, I eat very little or even no veg at all on some days. So this year, because I'm doing this podcast as well, and after researching on all these materials, I actually felt that I need to improve on my diet. I mean, coming to mid thirties already, if I still don't improve on my diet and take care of my health, 
I guess um, I probably won't live very long. <laughs> so the diet I hope to achieve would be of course eating more veg and increasing my intake of fruits and of course probably eat less fast food if that's even possible. Okay, so the next way that we can talk about um, to improve our immune system would be exercise. So everyone knows the benefits of exercise encompass more than what is common knowledge to all of us. It not only improves the immune system, exercise also reduces depression and anxiety, helps us to increase um, our experience of flow. Like I mentioned um, in the previous few episodes, flow is engagement. Okay. Exercise also increases happiness and life satisfaction in the long run. And it also increases self-esteem and self-confidence, as well as improves the mental sharpness and focus. Some of you may already be, be exercising quite regularly, but if you are like me, <laughs> you probably want to start somewhere because it is really important to include some form of exercise in your life. So my current situation is that I have not been exercising very regularly for years now. I have had very poor stamina, so I hated PE when I was in school. Always had to try to more than once to pass my NAFA tests. Imagine my happiness and joy when I graduated from school and there was no more PE anymore. However, right now, I'm experiencing the consequence of it, okay? Just climbing one flight of stairs makes me out of breath. It wasn't a cause for concern until I realised that it wasn't normal for a girl like me, not even in my mid-30s, to be out of breath after climbing just one flight of stairs. So now I know the seriousness of things. Um, my goal... So instead of um, being ambitious and going straight into jogging like everyone is doing, I, I mean like everyone is already doing, I set a target of 10,000 steps per day because I like walking. It is probably my most doable activity and also my favourite. Either that or a 30 minutes goal at the elliptical machine at my estate exercise corner twice a week. So to stay committed to an exercise routine, motivation is key. So first of all, don't go comparing your exercise routine with others. Do what suits you the best so you can stick to it. Also, you have to start small. Engage in activities you like as well as what is convenient in your life situation. And motivate yourself by rewarding yourself with something you like when you complete your exercise or listening to music while exercising. However, please don't be like me. Previously, when I tried to exercise and I finished like a session of exercise, 
I will actually feel very hungry and I immediately go and eat Mac. Don't be like me, yeah? <laughs> okay. Uh, list possible excuses or obstacles and come up with counteractive measures beforehand. This is so as to prevent yourself from backing out um, time and time again. Okay? Alright, so next up we have sleep. So to improve your immune system, sleep is also very important. Sleep deprivation not only lowers immune system, it also leads to forgetfulness, irritability, lack of concentration, and low mood. There are many approaches to improving the quality of sleep, but the most common one would probably be creating a bedtime routine. So I've seen many examples of bedtime routines. Different people have different ways of doing it. So do what suits you the best. Generally, um, the idea is to have a fixed time every day to sleep and to wake up. Preferably um, sleep early and wake up early. Lah. But that is um, dependent on your lifestyle as well and your work. Okay, um, some of them drink a glass of warm milk before sleeping. Some people generally go for um, offline mode after a certain timing. So stop using your phone or your electronic devices after a certain timing. So preferably 30 minutes to 1 hour before sleeping. Okay. So in the past, I used to sleep and wake up very early because of work. But now, I don't only sleep late, I wake up late as well. As my classes are mostly in the afternoons, I get lazier and lazier. Waking up late has become a habit. So I'm hoping that this year, I can revert to waking up early even though I don't have morning classes. As my productive hours are actually in the morning, and waking up late causes me to accomplish a lot less per day. Next up, managing stress. So stress, what is stress? Stress is your body's response to any kind of demand or threat. When functioning normally, having stress helps you to stay focused and energetic and it can probably save your life. Stress can also help you in terms of motivation and keeping you on your toes at work or at school. But as with everything else, too much of a good thing usually ends up being bad. Chronic stress is harmful to the body as it puts your body on constant high alert with or without real stressors. Physically, it can lead to high blood pressure which in turn increases the risk of heart attacks or strokes. It can also mess up your digestive and immune systems, as well as cause severe muscle tensions. Some people develop autoimmune diseases under chronic stress. Others develop sleep disorders. 
mentally, chronic stress can lead to depression and anxiety and also affect your executive functions like thinking and memory. So what are the various sources of stress in the modern society? The sources of stress in the current world are endless. In school, we face the stress of exams and assessments, peer pressure, comparisons with other kids. At work, we face the rush of deadlines, multitasking on various projects at a time, as well as the vertical climb. And of course, um, office politics as well. At home, some of us face sibling rivalry, fighting parents, dysfunctional families, marital problems, childcare, and so on. Every one of us face a different range of stressors at different life stages. Stressors, as you can see from the above, are perhaps inevitable as we can hardly control what happens around us. But the good news is that we can control how we react to those stresses. Thus, we can manage the stress that results from those stresses. One of the ways we can manage stress is through exercise, which I have mentioned earlier. Another way is through meditation. Meditation increases positive emotions, improves mindfulness, and emotion regulation, as well as self-esteem and relationships with other people. Meditation also improves mental functioning, for example, thinking, attention, memory, etc. And meditation definitely reduces stress and negative emotions. One type of meditation is mindfulness, which I will go through more in depth in the next episode. So moving on, another way to manage stress is through journaling. Journaling is a flexible and a versatile invention, intervention sorry, that has benefits not only for the immune system but also for the mental health. You can write about anything and everything, daily happenings, things you are grateful for, problems you face and possible solutions, feelings and emotions that you are dealing with, random ideas that pop into your mind every now and then, etc. It helps you to also pay attention and put structure and organization to your thoughts, feelings and ideas that might otherwise be causing anxiety or other stress. And hey, all you need is a pen and a notebook. So simple. Or if you are a creative, and you're looking at more arty outlets, you can explore art journaling. There are a lot of ideas on the internet you can seek inspiration for. And with that, we are done with this episode. This week is longer. Okay, next week, as mentioned, I will share more about mindfulness and how it can bring about changes in your life. A very happy Lunar New Year again to all my Chinese friends and listeners, as well as everyone else. Thank you all for tuning in. See you all next week. Bye!